This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, auditors find ways that CBP can monitor the borders better using data. AFGE and other federal employee unions have been getting slammed with new membership. And the Air Force wants to show its airmen how to fuel up, themselves that is. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Customs and Border Protection is moving out on seven best practices to improve efficiency at the border. In a new report, the Government Accountability Office's recommendations highlight ways Border Patrol agents can use data and take advantage of existing processes to better manage and document crossings. In response to the report, CBP is planning to complete all the improvements by January 2027, with many finished by 2024. By the end of the year, the department will hire a dedicated liaison to the Checkpoint Program Management Office and start quarterly reviews of their data systems and reports. The Department of Homeland Security wants to get Freedom of Information Act requests out the door more efficiently. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. DHS is transitioning to a new FOIA system it says will help process records faster. The department says the transition will be staggered across FOIA processing centers to minimize disruptions. The agency says the new system will provide DHS FOIA professionals with access to advanced e-discovery tools that are common in the private sector. The DHS Privacy Office will kick off the transition in late June. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is encouraging organizations to look beyond the password. CISA's new More Than a Password campaign is pushing the use of multi-factor authentication. Agencies already have marching orders to adopt MFA from last year's cyber executive order. CISA says using at least two types of authentication reduces the likelihood of a cyber attack by 99%. The agency's new campaign includes guidance and resources for organizations looking to adopt MFA. The Veterans Affairs Department tells Congress it doesn't need any more cyber expert audits. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. More than 1,200 employees and contractors across 60 programs already conduct oversight of VA's technology systems and applications. Kurt Delbeni, VA's CIO and Assistant Secretary for Information and Technology, tells House lawmakers their bill, Strengthening VA Cybersecurity Act, is unnecessary. Del Benny says FISMA audits, oversight by GAO, and IG reviews already are equal or go beyond what the bill calls for. House and Senate lawmakers introduced companion bills in March requiring VA to bring in a federally funded research and development center to assess up to 10 high-impact systems. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. More than 4,000 federal employees joined the American Federation of Government Employees last month, and the trend of feds joining unions seems to be sticking, AFGE says. A union director says AFGE is routinely adding more than 4,000 members per month. May of this year also yielded the largest net gain of AFGE union members in nearly four years. The union is also trying to organize both young workers and federal retirees to serve as mentors to new union members. Bringing employees with disabilities into the federal workforce is one thing, but getting them to stay remains a challenge. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman with more. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission finds that in fiscal 2018, agencies exceeded a 2% hiring goal for employees with substantial targeted disabilities, but the federal government fell short of meeting a goal for 12% of new hires to have any sort of disability. 
The EEOC report also finds federal employees with disabilities were less likely to hold leadership positions at their agency and more likely to leave government service, both on a voluntary and involuntary basis. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Some Thrift Savings Plan participants are expressing frustration with an attempt to modernize the TSP website. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman reports. Customer service delays, long waits, and technical issues are major points of concern for TSP participants. That's as they're trying to log in for the first time with the new My Account system. The board in charge of the TSP acknowledges the delays and tells participants they're working to resolve the issues. That comes after the board rolled out a new mobile app and updated the TSP interface on June 1st. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. The House is set to consider eight small business bills this week, with votes expected as soon as today. These include the Strengthening Subcontracting for Small Business Act that would encourage agencies to consider prior compliance with subcontracting plans as part of a prospective vendor's past performance rating. Another bill, the Women-Owned Small Business Program Transparency Act, would require SBA to provide a report to Congress with a host of data, including the amount of contracting dollars awarded through the program and the number of certifications being issued. U.S. military aid to Ukraine underscores the need for permanent watchdogs at the state and defense departments. That's according to a letter good government groups sent to Senate leadership. A dozen nonprofit organizations are urging the Senate to confirm Rob Storch as DOD's first permanent inspector general in six years. The groups also call on the Biden administration to nominate a new IG at state. The letter states permanent IGs would oversee spending in Ukraine better than giving this work to a special IG, as some senators have proposed. The Air Force now has its own cooking show. The service launched the Nutrition Kitchen on YouTube last week. The goal is to help airmen and their families make healthy choices by teaching them new ways to cook. Each episode introduces different ways to make a classic meal more nutritious. The recipes are developed to be tasty and low cost. The Defense Department pitted all of the military services against each other on a video game platform. One came out victorious. Federal News Network Scott Massioni tells us who. The Air Force won out in the military's first ever Armed Forces Esports Championship. The competition was part of a convention bringing together military, industry, and academia to tackle mission support and force development issues. The Defense Department started its gaming league in 2019, which brings together more than 25,000 service members. The Pentagon uses gaming as a means of recruitment, training, and as a way of building morale within its ranks. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And the Census Bureau is making it easier for researchers and businesses to use its geocoder tool to find addresses and other data to match geographic locations. The update includes moving the tool to the cloud and using open source software. Census says the modern technology will mean faster processing and shorter response times for its users. The geocoder can locate all possible structure numbers, even if physical structures do not exist. This is the first update to the Census geocoder since 2013. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.